Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I'm going to be your host. And in this episode, we're going to talk about booking group space on a Norwegian cruise line or celebrity cruise line sailing. Um, this is actually the final part of a four-part series we did the, for the entire month where we talked about booking different group space for different vacation destinations. I'm joined at the table by my panel of experts, Client Services Manager, for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kevin Close. Hi, everyone. Agent Consultant for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Tracy Heinrichs. Hi, everyone. Back in the production facility, we have our associate producer, Oliver Green. Hello, everyone. And our producer, Craig Williams. Hello. Well, hi, everybody. Um, excited to get started on our next series because this is actually one of the um, two of the cruise lines that I don't have that much um, familiarity with with Booking Group Space. I don't have that much experience with it, so I'm hoping to learn a few things. But as we said on other shows, one of the things that happens quite a bit is people come to us and say, listen, I'm going to book my aunt, I'm going to book my uncle, I'm going to book my father, and we're all going to go on a cruise together. What kind of discount can I get? And for the most part, the answer has been, up until this point, really not much of a discount is applied. However, there are some perks associated with booking a cruise as a group, as opposed to, say, other destinations. So we wanted to go into some of the other cruise lines that are out there. This is, uh, by all means, we have not covered all of the possibilities for all of the cruise lines or all the destinations, but we wanted to get you a, give you a feel for uh, what is available. And I just want to also say before we get started, if you're interested in booking group space for any of the destinations we mentioned or anything else for that matter, contact us at Dreams Unlimited Travel and uh, one of our agents can help you. You can contact agents directly or contact me, John at DreamsUnlimitedTravel.com, and I will get you to the right person. So, Tracy, talk to us a little bit about um, these other two cruise lines. Why did you pick those specifically to discuss the group policies? I think, you know, when we're talking about groups, we've talked about, you know, we've done Disney Cruise Line groups, we've done Royal Caribbean groups, and we're noticing our cruise clientele is starting to broaden their interest. And that's kind of a clue for us that it's time for us to start broadening ours. So, you know, when I think about other cruise lines that are out there and what's kind of in the same, we're, we're a little bit picky about what we like to talk about. And Celebrity or Norwegian are two that intrigue me. Um, they have Going back to that, we only talk about stuff we do. Yeah. If we wouldn't go, we don't want to tell you to go. For the most part, yeah. And so with Celebrity, Celebrity is very similar to Royal Caribbean, same parent company, a lot of the same policies and stuff. Um, and then Norwegian uh, has some of its own policies that we'll talk about as well. In coming months, I think you'll hear us talk a little bit more about Celebrity and Norwegian. Uh, these are two products that we want to start looking into a little bit more. We want to start to get more personal experience with mm -hmm. um, Celebrity really had the reputation of being more of an older adult very traditional cruising experience and they're kind of making strides to move away from that. So it's in interesting to me to see how they're doing in that area. So I'll be checking that out soon. And uh, We're always future. looking for new cruise experiences. Right. And we are actually scared off of Celebrity mm -hmm. based on their old reputation. But we right. understand that that's changing. So hopefully Yeah, they're really looking at it. And Celebrity really markets themselves as one of the um, luxury cruise lines. And so they're not – they're what I would call more mainstream luxury. They're certainly a lot more. They're not an Oceana. Um, mm -hmm. 
but overseas, right? Sure, but they're you know they're marketing themselves as being a little bit more of an experience. So it'll be interesting to see you know where that plays out. So to me, when we started talking about groups, celebrity kind of lended itself to this topic. Even their advertising is right. different. Yep. And Norwegian for the same reason. Now, we, we, all three of us at the table actually have had Norwegian experience. I don't feel that we really have had true Norwegian cruise line experience. I've sailed the Pride of America, and that's the ship that does the round trip from Honolulu. And that ship um, is a, sails under an American flag. It's right. got different rules and regulations. And I don't think that's typical of a Norwegian cruise. John and I also traveled on the Norwegian Epic. Right. And you guys have done the Pride of America as well. As well. Yeah. And the Norwegian, Norwegian Epic is also not a typical it's cruise. It's not. You're right. And they've come out with some new ships. They're doing some exciting things on those ships. I would bet so. none of them resemble the Norwegian exactly. Epic. No. No, <laughs> I, I would bet. Is- they threw away the mold when they did that one. <laughs> And I think this is also why we don't have some group experience with Norwegian is because previous sailings for us weren't, oh, my gosh, we have to get a whole bunch of people right. on this cruise and do a group. So I, don't, I think that's probably why we never pursued yeah. those. So. And so this is kind of me saying, and I, when we were talking about groups, and I had said, you know, I really, this all started when I had said, I think we should do a show on Royal Caribbean groups, and then we kind of expanded it from there. And these two cruise lines were just kind of, this feels like it would fit into that. And let's, we're at the, let's look at what their policies are. Let's see how they compare to what else we're doing. I am by no means an expert in either one of these you know, cruise line group experiences, but I am definitely an, an expert in, I would consider in cruises and, and booking groups and stuff like that. So Excellent. just to put that out there. Uh, as far as I had mentioned celebrity being very slim in a Royal Caribbean policies, if you saw the show that we did on Royal Caribbean, very similar, minimum eight staterooms, 16 people, um, you know, and again, that's first and second guests only. Third and fourths aren't counted in that 16. Um, if you're individual group, and for groups as well, we're talking about your leisure groups. So these are friends and family, maybe people who've traveled together before, wedding groups, church groups, scrapbooking groups, you know, people with like-minded interests often, uh, family reunions, things like that. So these are the types of groups we're talking about. Not necessarily, uh, these aren't your large, you know, companies, corporate corporate sailings. That's not what we're talking about for this particular application. Um, So again, minimum eight, 16 people. After that 16 person, you get the tour conductor credit, which is a credit that we can then apply towards, you know, we can spread it out amongst the group. Um, it's based on the types of staterooms booked, the base fare without poor charges and taxes. So we want to. Um, we don't. You, you're specifically talking about celebrity now. Celebrity, Same yes. Policy so, as Royal Caribbean. Yes. So very exactly. Celebrity and Royal Caribbean are under the same. They are the same company. They are Celebrity Royal Caribbean and Asmara Cruises mm-hmm. as well. Um, and so Celebrity and Royal Caribbean are very similar in their policies. And so f- um, for now, I'll start with just talking about Celebrity, and then I'll get into Norwegian later. I don't want to confuse the two in the same so celebrity like royal caribbean same minimums same group policy the deposit is 500 dollars per stateroom as well balance usually due about nine 90 days before depending on the length of sailing uh one thing that is a little bit different with celebrity is when you're into the suites categories they will often have more deposit so there might be a double deposit or a little depending on the suite even a little bit more than that um you also with celebrity the same thing as far as we talked about gap points um group amenity points are those are the same as well so you would if get, somebody hasn't watched the last show 
Just tell us what group or gap points are. Right. Again. So what that is is um, it's kind of an incentive. It's a value added that uh, the cruise line would give for a group, and the number of it's a point system. So and it's maybe group. What did we decide it was? Group, group amenity. I think it's actually group amenity plus is what it stands for. I always say a group amenity points, but it's group amenity plus that it, it gets stands the idea for. Across. Yeah, exactly. And so what that does is say this particular sailing might get two gap points. So there'll be a list of what two gap points would get you on the sailing. It might be a bottle of wine. Depending on your minimums in your group, it might be a welcome aboard cocktail party. So there's different things that you can use these points for, and we would use those points. You would kind of shop almost, you know, from a list and say, you know, this is what we're going to value add it. We're going to give to our group. In the past, on Royal Caribbean, we've been able to add a beach towel to each room right. or uh, cupcakes or chocolates or yes. um, fruit. Yeah. And so very similar. The concept is exactly the same on Celebrity. The offerings might be different, you know, what's on that list. But basically, that's the same thing. So tour conductor credits value uh the gap points these are all value added these are things that we don't necessarily know until you know after your final payment or closer to what the exact value is going to be because it depends on your total numbers and, and what's been booked should also be mentioned like royal caribbean with celebrity is that group space is not guaranteed in all sailings so it depends on you know how much of the ship is already full. You know, the, if it's a holiday sailing, they would probably allow a lot less space to groups than they would, um, you know, maybe a you know early December sailing. So again, groups is something that revenue departments at these cruise lines will use to fill up unsold inventory. So they'll traditionally know where you know a weaker sale date where the example, gaps are. Where the gaps are. That's a good way to put it. Um, also, with groups, and we've said this before in previous shows, group does not equal discount, always. The, you know, there's benefits to booking the group. We talked about tour conductor, gap points. There's benefits on board as far as having your dining together. If you're, you reach a minimum, you can book shore excursions together. There's conveniences of Royal Caribbean recognizing you as a group. There's back... Back area benefits. That's right, exactly. This is not a benefit necessarily in price. Right. And so when we first you first approach us and you want a group, um, you can, when we create that group, I'm going to create a group based on group inventory that's available, and some of those may be discounted because they might still be, you know, early tier pricing from when they were released. Some categories might be lower than others because, again, they're trying to fill up a certain category. Right. Um but we're not stuck with those rates. So like Royal Caribbean, if the prevailing rate is better, we can book the prevailing rate. And just to explain prevailing rate means today's rate. So what's the best rate today with current promotions and offers versus the group rate? I don't book a lot of celebrities. Celebrities similar to Royal Caribbean and how they have buy one, get one, half off and discounts Yeah, they do that as well. Celebrity has a really unique program that they've been working for the last while. And it is called... Is that a Canadian time frame? It is. The last while? The last while, Mm -hmm. yeah. They call it go big, go better, go best, I believe. So you can prepay a certain amount per night of your cruise. And depending on what category you've chosen, maybe you can prepay, uh, you know, the go best would include, you know, the ultimate drink package and prepay gratuities and a Wi-Fi package. So it's a reduced amount that it's, you know, when you total all those things together, it's a discount off of those things. So they have different promotions and different things going on all the time. the prepaid amount? 
is it a get, are you saying I'm going to prepay this amount and it's not no, refundable? No. So what it was, say, I'm pulling this number out of the air, okay. so I'm not. Don't quote me on it. But say it's seventy dollars per person per night. I don't know what it is. Um, it's not that high, but it would be then that would include unlimited drink package for the week. It would include a three hundred dollar onboard credit. It would include free so Wi-Fi. prepaying for them gets you a discount on that. Those exactly. benefits exactly. That's Rural right, Caribbean and you can be has- added to the cost of your cruise. Um, as opposed to being added as an amenity. So with Royal Caribbean, you add the drink package as an amenity. With this, it can be added as part of your cruise at a discounted rate. So there's just they have different promotions. Royal Caribbean has something similar. If you're going to eat in the specialty dining, right, you can buy the package when you're booking your cruise that gives you a slight discount on the the right. restaurants that you And that you would choose. be added as an amenity, whereas this with celebrity is actually part of your reservation, part of your final payment. You're paying that so towards it's, the balance. Right. So it's done a little bit different. So they have different promotions, but very similar. So they would still, they were, there's always different promotions happening, you know, whether it's dollars off or, or buy one, get one. So again, we would just check when it's time to, you know, you've, we've created your group now, and it's time to add individual reservations into that group. We would then look at each member of the group, each stateroom, each personal situation, what's the best deal for you? It might be that the group rate is a better deal than what the prevailing rate is for that category, but it might not be. So group doesn't necessarily mean discount. And that's where it can get confusing for a lot of people. And And I definitely understand why it's confusing. Because sometimes as I'm trying to explain it, I confuse myself. Right. I think it's human nature to think buy in bulk. Right. You right. know, I'm going to buy lots of something. If I right. buy one ticket, it's this much. If I buy 50 tickets, you get a discount. Right. right. This is actually more, I think the best, the way I look at it is if you book a group, you're putting all your reservations in one folder. Yeah. So all of your reservations yeah. are together and the cruise line knows you're all together. Mm-hmm. And there are some amenities that go yeah. along with that. It's not And we necessarily- had talked about Disney Cruise Line changing their business model in that they didn't, leisure groups weren't part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Celebrity, Royal Caribbean, Norwegian, when we talk about them later. These are cruise lines that realize that leisure groups are a big part of their revenue yeah. and their business. Well, at this point, Disney has four ships exactly. that are going out yep. full. That's right. The necessity and to book a group isn't as large as it is for a cruise line. And one thing line. we know about Disney is they're extremely good at adapting their business model. So sometimes it takes them a little while. Maybe they're catching up. Maybe they're mm-hmm. on the forefront. But they adapt. And so I'm guessing when they have two more ships. And here's the deal. We could be wrong. Absolutely. Those ships could fill up yeah. ahead us? of time. And uh, yeah. and it, us wrong? What? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you know, Shut the front door. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, my guess is with the dream and the fantasy and you got two new ships coming, maybe there'll be group space available on the Magic and the Wonder. You never know. So, you know, things can happen. But with these other cruise lines, more inventory, more staterooms, they recognize that leisure groups are a part of their business model and they really vie for that business. They really look for it. Nothing special or unique about Celebrity as opposed to Royal Caribbean in terms of their group. As far as the group policies and procedures, no. They're very similar, a little bit more on the deposit. Some of the technical stuff may be off slightly as far as payment due dates and things like that. But from the consumer point of view, very similar. Um, As far as talking a lot about the difference in experience on Celebrity and Royal Caribbean, um, we're going to save that for a future show. Whereas, you know, we've had time to really experience the product um, for on a personal level and then talk more about the differences there. I think at this point it would be premature to talk about too much of the guest experience. 
Gotcha. So very similar. So let's go into Norwegian. A couple differences in Norwegian, and for the most part, all of the cruise lines, and we're talking about these three, but there's other cruise lines out there doing groups. You know, it's not unique to these three cruise lines. For the most part, the business model of groups is the same. You know, it's all, you know, the minimums are, are similar. The fact that there is a minimum, the fact that there's a tour conductor, there's some kind of value at it, they're pretty well the same in all of these. So let's talk about what's different with Norwegian. Um, the first thing that's different is their minimum. Their minimum is seven. Okay. So the entire industry is doing eight. And Norwegian, like years ago, when the entire industry was doing first seating, second seating, decided, eh, uh-uh, let's do freestyle. They've kind of said, okay, everybody's doing eight, let's do seven. Seven double occupancy. Seven double occupancy. So 14 still, people. Yep. So still first and second are the ones that count. Okay. Third and fourth don't. As Kevin had mentioned earlier in a previous show, they are a discounted rate, so they don't include those. Um, after 14... You know, you have the tour conductor credit. They're a little bit unique in the way they do their tour conductor credit. You can choose. You could take two credits for every 14 guests, or you could take one credit and some amenities. Okay. Right? So I just blew your mind, didn't exactly. I? Exactly. Wow. <laughs> I need a minute. Like, what? <laughs> you want to go lay down? I do. Yeah. I need to go what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't tell you I had exciting news first. I didn't prepare you. should have. Like, I prepared I know. Craig when I had I know you did. News. You did. I should have. My, my bad. Um so what's cool I'm about it? If our audience is going to be as excited about this as you are, <laughs> what's really cool about it though is that it gives people the choice decide what works best for them. Right? Do they want this tour conductor credit, which is has the same definitions we've talked about with celebrity and, and the other products we've talked about, or they take one for every fourteen, and then they can choose. I think there's it's like column A or column B kind of thing. So if they choose from column A, they have one choice. And in column A, maybe the the choice is the ultimate drink package, for and it'll be for first and second guest in the stateroom. So it's not like gap or, points. It's not they don't get points for that second one. It's one thing they would choose from. Right. So like right. so there might be in column A there might be the choice of two or three different things. Right. So maybe one choice is the ultimate drink package, and the other choice is the two hundred dollar stateroom credit. So you know one tour conductor credit plus one from column A. Or one tour conductor credit and two from column B. So column B might be, uh, you know, a four-night dining package or um, an internet package or things like that. So they could choose two from column B. So it's giving people back choice. And these would be per stateroom? The amenities would be per stateroom? Yes. Now, if it's the ultimate drink package, it's per first and second guest. If it's the dining package, it would be per first and second guest in the stateroom. So both guests would get, you know, whatever you, that amenity is. In most cases, that's better than a tour conductor credit. Yeah, and you especially you're still and the great the beauty of it is you're still getting one tour conductor credit. Right. So you're still getting that credit, and again, the credit is a very convoluted calculation based on right. what's been booked and at what rate. I would think stuff. most people would be surprised what that credit is. I yeah, mean, you'd be surprised how low because you know I mean. you look at what you pay right. for one person to be on that cruise. I can promise you the tour conductor credit isn't that. Right. No, because the, what you pay for that person includes port charges and taxes yeah. and fees. And there's also, in every cruise fare, there's something also called it's, it's NCFs, non-commissionable fares. There's a part of it that's, it's divided into so many different areas. So it's like base of the base. Right. You know, so you'd be surprised.
realized what a tour conductor credit actually is. So even though you've gotten a tour conductor credit, even if someone took that tour conductor credit, they're still going to have to pay taxes, fees, port charges, because those are things that the cruise line still has to pay for you to do. Yeah, the cruise line's not going to be out of pocket of those things. So when you think about it with Norwegian, you can see there's some pretty significant differences there. There's some flexibility. There's minimum, and there's flexibility, and that's really what Norwegian's been about all along. Freestyle, flexibility, let's take the cruise industry and shake it up a little bit and, you know, let people choose. Let people choose how they're going to vacation. So now they've adapted that model into groups, and this group model is relatively new to them. I... I won't say a date because somebody will tell me I'm wrong, but it's relatively new. So, um, you know, I would say in the last year or so, they've adapted this new model where they're giving people more choice. They've streamlined it. There was a couple different policies before. And so you really, you know, you've you've got three choices. Wow. You've got minimum seven. You can take two condor- tour conductor credits. You can take one credit, choose from column A, one option, one credit, take two options from column B. So... You, if you compare that to what other cruise lines are doing, you're not losing. Other cruise lines are only giving you one tour conductor right, credit exactly. anyway, and you need 16 people. So, interesting. What about uh, deposits? For- deposits? Um, you know, what's interesting, we talked about with Royal Caribbean and Celebrity, they gave us uh, 30 days to get that group together. Uh, with Norwegian, they give you 60 to get that group together. They are just um, wild people. They, they are, are crazy. And they let you... Um, they're a little bit more lenient with inventory and how you can hold on to things and for how long. Still would be issues with triple and quad space. That's just an a cr- industry issue outside of Disney Cruise Line who, you know, really... There are far less triple and quad space cabins yeah. on any ship. Right. Yeah. So it sounds to me maybe like Norwegian Cruise Line is not filling their ships as much as other cruise lines. Well, they also have a large fleet. They have a larger fleet. They've built some newer ships, some new larger ships. Um, so, again, they're one of these cruise lines that are relying on leisure groups. Um, so you had asked about deposits as well. And their deposits, once we start adding names in, now we need what they call second deposit. And basically that just means we need deposit now. Right. Usually, about It's usually $250 per person. Uh, depending on the length of the cruise, it can be a little bit more, a little bit less. Suites will be more. Again, refundable with the same cruise terms. Um, final payments will be usually 90 days, sometimes 75 days before. So 250 per person usually. If you're in a single with two, uh, double uh, with a single supplement, you're probably going to pay a $500 deposit. So do know that um, you can typically, and that's kind of industry standard yeah, as well. But now we talked about how cool it is. You can choose option A, you can choose option B, but. It's like those infomercials, but wait, there's more. Oh, there's more. <laughs> wait, let me sit up. I don't think yeah. I can take any more. I don't think I can. Sit up. Hang you on. ready? I'm going to adjust myself. Go ahead. Okay. We're all good. So what's happened is now they're also giving you amenity dollars. So other cruise lines are calling them gap points. They're giving you amenity dollars. So the amenity dollar amount will vary based on the sailing and popularity and all the ways gap points vary. But these dollars, now you take these and, again, you shop with them. Okay. So maybe on a sailing you'll get 50 amenity dollars. It doesn't mean that each cabin gets $50. It means that you've got $50 to go shopping with per person or per cabin. Gotcha. Okay. So now maybe I can buy a bottle of wine or a cocktail party or a beach towel or something like there's something else. <laughs> It's just yeah. a lot of rules. Yeah. <laughs> so there's this on top. Of, so there's a lot of value added with Norwegian. Yeah. And so you know what that's done. 
the more I'm reading, I'm thinking, oh, maybe we Five need to do seven. <laughs> maybe we need to do a Norwegian cruise group. Um, but first, we'll have some personal experience. Yeah, with Norwegian. I, I would like to sail on Norwegian. Sort of just out of yeah. One of the newer, not on the epic, not on the epic. One of the newer ships. There's some good stuff happening. Um, I want to go on a breakaway. Yep, they've also got. Um, I think they've. I do believe they've got year-round sailings out of New York, which is unheard of. Um, so they're they're doing some neat things. I think they're worth a look. Uh, one thing that's also different about them is student groups. They don't say no to them off the top. They with student groups, you have to get special permission. So there's, you know, it would be probably going to the to our Norwegian sales rep and saying, right. we want to do a student group, and then we would follow it up from there. So I wrote it down so I don't forget. Um, it does require special permission. Parental consent forms are required for each minor that's traveling. A minor is under the age of 21. Um, the gratuities have to be prepaid. So as part of the cruise reservation, the young people they don't want to spend all the money, and then the crew right. doesn't get get their tips at the end. Um, they also require that there be one chaperone for every four students. Oh, okay. So not that fifty percent requirement that Celebrity and uh, Royal Caribbean have, but a little bit better when you think one chaperone, four students. Better for youth groups. Yeah. For yep. school things. Exactly. Be kids alone in the stateroom, though. Yeah. Would have to be. So, and that would be all part of um, the make This would be a special contracted group. This is not something that we would just build a regular group with. So I'm sure it would be contracted that, you know, chaperone and space and staterooms. And, and um, my guess would be that they could have four students, but it would be a connecting stateroom maybe with. So there'd be a lot of, there'd be a lot of rules and boundaries around that for sure. Norwegian works similar to the way you were talking about with Adventures by Disney, where you get the group and you get the reservation numbers and then you start plugging people in. Mm-hmm. That's the way Norwegian works as well. It's a lot easier. Yeah. It is a lot so easier. So you kind of, you get the, you know, you get the you template. You know what you have to begin with. Exactly. And then you start plugging people into what you've got. Yep. So interesting stuff. It was, um, it was, this was a little bit of a learning experience for me too. It's not that I, I haven't done the, you know, groups with these cruise lines or I have, but it's been a while. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to see what was different. So yeah, stuff is out there changing. For yeah, sure. exactly. All the time. You know, something we didn't add to our schedule, things we wanted to talk about, and we actually did a Viking cruise group mm-hmm. um, last summer. Last, last fall. Last fall. Two October. years ago, October. I don't know. I don't remember. But 1974, wasn't really. it? <laughs> October 1974. I met a girl. Go ahead. So we did a group for Viking. We kind mm-hmm. of, again, it was one of these things where um, we talked about doing it and a bunch of people wanted to do it, so we put the group together. Um, one of the things with Viking is there really wasn't anything super special about doing the group. Everybody got a $50 shipboard credit mm-hmm. for their stateroom, which was nice. Viking, they did allow me, because we had a group, to extend the final payment. Okay. That was allowed to us. When you book a Viking cruise, whatever month you book in, your final payment for that cruise is usually the end of the month. Yeah, which is kind of crazy when you book right. a year and a half advan- in advance. So what they allowed me to do is they allowed me to push the final payment out until six months prior to our departure. So a, a, a river cruise, the final payment, other than Disney, is usually pretty quick. Right. As a group, we were allowed to hold on a little bit longer. But I don't remember anything else as far as amenities. No, there was or- nothing. There were no stateroom amenities. Right. Um, dinner was... 
for open seating, so you sat with whoever you wanted. There was no assigned seat. It was it was more about the ease of booking and that right. when I would call to make people's payments that we were all in one folio, so it was easier that way. There was no benefit to booking a group on the river cruise. And you're talking um, much uh, much less inventory. You know, oh, you're talking a yeah. lot. Oh, uh, the river cruise, the, the ship held 200 people, right. and this was one yeah. of the biggest ones. Yeah, so this is like kind of, I think their business model is not, let's get lots of leisure groups. No. As a matter of fact, the woman on the ship said, we were the biggest group they've had. And I think, really? Cause and I we were 32 yeah. people, 30 people. So if it's only 200, could we buy out that ship? Probably could, for sure. You heard it here, folks. There you go. <laughs> you just calm down. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's an entirely different animal. It's an entirely yeah. different experience. It's, it's wildly different. Right. So anything Excellent. else we want to add for Norwegian or celebrity? I don't think so. I think that's all I want to say on those for now. Okay. Stay tuned. More coming. I think these are two areas that we all have had our interest peaked in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think in the coming months, you're going to hear us bring these two products up a little bit more. And um, I'm going to ask my question I've asked uh, when we've done every segment for those social groups that sort of find each other and want to sell, maybe not sell on something like Disney anymore. Is are these products worth it for them? Absolutely. For a group. Absolutely. Very much like I said for the Royal Caribbean. Uh, cruise group, these would be very similar because once we set these up, individuals are dealing can deal directly with me for payments, for personal information. It doesn't all have to be done at once through one person. Um, you know, you're not sharing. You can just have the you can have the joy of traveling with these people mm-hmm. that you, maybe you've enjoyed traveling with before without all of the responsibility, the responsibility of, oh, no and one has stress. to split the check. Exactly. Yeah, right. And I think uh, dynamics of groups can change when all of a sudden there's somebody who has to be the responsible one right. and say that, you know, you didn't pay or you didn't this and I need this information. You owe me four more dollars. Right. right. So I think these both of these cruise lines would definitely. Um, the type of group I'm going to reserve judgment on until I get to, to re- check in with celebrity and what they're doing on board and, and how that market has changed to what its preconceived notion was. But uh, Norwegian for sure, I think would appeal to all these groups. From an amenity standpoint, it definitely sounds like it's better to do the group. Yeah, if you I think so. There's these. definitely enough value added there, even without that quote group discount. Right. And not to say there's not one there very well could be when you're going to group inventory. Right. But again, when you're going to group inventory with Norwegian, if prevailing rates are better, we can book those. If we're out of group inventory, but groups are still you know open to be sold, we can still add more in there. You know, so a lot of flexibility. Excellent. Excellent. So again, if you're interested in booking group travel to any of the destinations we talked about or anything in general, contact us at Dreams Unlimited Travel. See your agent, or you can write to me directly, john at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com, and I will present it to my agents in a Hunger Games-style competition <laughs> and see who comes out the survivor. Um, I appreciate And we will videotape it for your viewing <laughs> pleasure. Yeah, well, now that everything that's is September. on video, and that's September. Um, again, thank you guys for being here and participating in the conversation. Thank you, everybody at home, for listening and watching. We truly appreciate it. And we hope you have a great week and a great vacation.